beloved you are welcome to the new episode of Biblical Phronesis bless you for listening and joining us today we'll be starting a review of True Knots discovering your authentic leadership by B. George in addition to Biblical tests and the reason for that is not far-fetched if you look at christianity tree beware first beware false teachers with good doctrine and bad ethics we need to beware of false teachers especially in the house of our faith uh the, the, the byline to that article says poor leaders proclaim christ in world but deny him in their lives in their lives and the, the opening of the article is very very uh, uh, very striking uh, we, we including myself the host of biblical furnaces have watched over and over as famous or respected pastors and eminent scholars and teachers of the gospel fall from enormous height perhaps at the parish level or at a higher level in the in the mission uh, structure um, in this article, Emily cited the fact that uh, a founding pastor of a particular church in the United States uh, resigned in April 2018 due to allegations of sexual harassment and abuse of power. Beyond sexual harassment, abuse of power is very, very, very rampant among our so uh, our leaders today. That you will find another example in a second paragraph cited the founding pastor of another famous gospel ministry who was fired uh, in 2019 for creating a culture of fear and intimidation and for enabling or allowing financial mismanagement. You might think, oh, all these issues only happens in developing countries in Africa or Asia or South America, but this article is based on what actually happened in developed countries. Uh, the, another pastor also was was fired for for moral failures, moral failures that was inclusive of adulterous affairs and and other things. All, all, all these are worrying worrying episodes that we are seeing. We are seeing on and off pulpit of uh, among Christian leaders. The, that that is one of the reasons for starting this this podcast. We've seen it. We we watch it with deep, deep concern and sorrow. We, 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 we tend to develop frustration when we see this time and time again, it can, a, a month or two can hardly pass before we see people and community harmed by this, the, these leaders that actually take the right doctrine, but they, 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 their lifestyle conducted what they have preached on the pulpit. So it's to, 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 to us, it's, it seems very, very clear that uh, we need authentic leaders with the true notes, meaning authentic leaders with the correct internal, internal compass, internal compass that will guide them uh, in their ministry and also in their secular engagement. So in, in this episode, we will try to identify the five types of leaders who have the read because evidently the two or two or three 
leaders that Emily started with in this article, which we will review in the next four episodes, actually derailed because they were teaching the right doctrine, but their lifestyle, what they were accused of, actually contradicted the doctrine of the Lord Jesus Christ. They they did not they did not show that they were leading like Jesus. They did not show they were leading like Jesus. So the problem statement for for this particular episode uh, uh, is very clear. It shows that people who do are not necessarily bad leaders because the leaders cited in this article were were teaching the right doctrine. Everyone is a leader in one way or the other, but only a few are authentic leaders that model Jesus Christ in 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 what they say on the pulpit and what they do in their private life when others are not watching so it is important for us to encourage ourselves both the leaders and the led are discouraged when we find such occurrences uh, in, in, in the house of God you know some leaders lead because of self-promotion or self-protection the fear of failure also leads some leaders to debut choices. This, these are some of the problems that 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 can lead to derailment. So, the 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 the, the, the title of this this particular episode is derailment, 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 derailment of internal moral compass. When internal compass or is lost, uh, uh, leaders begin to make bad choices. So the question before us, beloved, today is why do leaders lose their way? Why do people or leaders with potential derail in Christian and secular life? If we profess ourselves as Christians, why do we now derail in our leadership role? What motivates people to lead? If the answers to this question is power, control, prestige, money, such a fellow, whether it's a founding pastor or a founding leader or someone that founded a ministry or a fellowship, will be trapped. Will be trapped by external reward or recognition as their source of influence. So we have different ways in which leaders can can derail. In fact we have five derail derailment instances that can happen to a leader. I will want to look at them one after the other the, the in this episode. It is important that every leader avoid derailment as much as possible. Beloved, the five types of leaders that have lost their way or their true not or they have derailed include imposters, rationalizer, people that like to rationalize everything, they compromise, glory seekers, loners or low rangers and shooting stars if we look at it briefly starting with the imposters 
He posts us often rise through the organizational ranks if they are not the founder of the ministry or they are not the founder of a particular enterprise can even be a small business they they they, they rise by using diverse form of cunning and and uh, aggression you can call them hypocrites in most instances because they don't present their true self they understand all the intricacies of getting ahead they replace uh, motivation for manipulation in how they operate and they let no one stand in their way they have little appetite or inking for self-reflection when they make a decision on whether they can action and they don't they don't really look at self-awareness to see the impact of their decision these are imposters and we see them all the time when we look at second timothy Second Timothy three thirteen, it clear what it says regarding impostors. It says, "But evil people and impostors will flourish." That's why we have them even in the houses of God today. We have people that are preaching something on the pulpit that are doing something different uh, uh, in, in in their relationship, one on one relationship or relationship within a team. It says, "But evil people and impostors will flourish. They will deceive others." Uh, the, one of the intention of this program is that you are not deceived and in turn they themselves will be deceived unfortunately they cannot get away with that deception because the all-knowing God is seen they are, that's why eventually they may pick the right doctrine on the pulpit uh, time catch up with them and their wrong is made known to everyone the next kind of leaders that can delay uh, the rationalize the rationalizers or the people that we can call the people the, the kind of leaders that compromise everything for the sake of their particular gain what they want to gain by being in a particular position you can be as a parish pastor or head of department or or, or, or whatever uh, position that will serve their interest at that particular time you know to people outside their organizations, rationalizers always appear on top of all issues. They compromise. Even when it comes to the Ten Commandments, that shall not steal, that shall not lie, they find a way to compromise. Even in the household of God and outside the household of God. When things don't go their way, they blame external forces or their subordinate. I hope this is sounding familiar to someone under my voice. They offer all sort of answers to their problems, but they are not actually the issue. They really set up and take responsibility themselves. You have some of them have been given responsibility to lead a team, a team that has been succeeding for years before they come into it. All of a sudden, the team begin to fail. All of a sudden, the parish begin to lose membership. All of a sudden the company begin to lose income and it's about to fold up the rationalizers will not reflect upon their own contribution they will not take they will not take responsibility brethren when you look at you compare what they are doing with what is written in philippians 3 verse 18 to 19 you begin to understand that 
we mustn't stand for rationalizers because they will derail. They will not be on technique leaders. Philippians 3, 18 to 19 says, For I have told you bef often before, and I say it again in tears, that there are many whose conduct shows they are really, they are really enemies of, of Jesus Christ. You know, rationalizers, they are headed for destruction. Why? Because their God is their appetite. It is their belly. They brag about worldly things that can be shameful. They think only about life here on earth. That's why they will compromise. They will compromise things that shouldn't be compromised. They will compromise integrity and character. Another group of leaders that can derail are the glory seekers. Are the glory seekers. They are the glory seekers. The glory seekers define themselves by a claim of the external world, meaning the recognition they can get. That's why they are in that leadership role. Anyone that seems to come around and might overshadow them becomes an enemy instantly. The money, fame, glory, and power are their main goal. They pursue it mindlessly. They are not mindful of the effect of their pursuit on their subordinate or their peers. What seems more important to them is to appear on the list of the most respected maybe church leader or business leader. The glory seeker tend to 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 derail. And this is in contra this is contrary to Matthew six thirty three. Matthew six thirty three which we know very well that says seek ye first the kingdom of God and everything shall be added unto you. So if someone is a leader in the household of God and all he does is to seek accolade and recognition for every little thing. Even if a miracle occurs, ah, no, 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 no. Everybody must idolize him because a miracle has taken place instead of refining people to Jesus Christ. He is a glory seeker with time. The raiment we occur, the true knot, the compass will be, we, 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 we take a short left, as we say in South Africa. Another form of leaders that that can derail is the loners the the loners the loners can derail the loners often avoid forming forming close relationship they go it alone when you give them evident advices concrete suggestions about the right thing to do the loners will find a way a way to do it their own way. They avoid forming close relationship uh, or seeking out mentors or creating any support network. They believe they can and must make it on their own. This is the fourth group of leaders that that tend to derail. They, they are not as introvert, but they just want to do things their own way, and so they they try to pro they tend to project superficial relationship and of course they like people to idolize them and proverbs 18 verse 1 to tell us a little bit about what elona stand for they are unfriendly people that care about themselves alone they lash out at common sense loners when you give them ideas even in ministry even when elderly people give them ideas even at work they will tell you okay it's fine we have accepted your suggestions but 
at the end of the day, they carry out what is contrary. The last group of leaders are the shooting stars that tend to be self-centered. They tend to be self-centered. They are focused entirely on themselves at the expense of friends and the family and even the gospel if they are having leadership role in the church that they profess. They are self-centered. They are shooting stars. They entire the derail. Why? Because they focus solely on their career. They focus solely on their career. To observers, they are always on the move. The emotion machine always on the go. Always promoting one activity or the other. There is no time to to take stock and reflect. They really have time for family, friends, or communities, or even themselves. They run faster. They burn out with time. These kind of leaders, they tend to derail. They tend to derail. Don't good. So briefly, derailment types in, in, in leadership can be imposters, people that are not really are hypocrite, rationalizers, people that like to compromise on everything, even going beyond the love of God and the love of man. They, they rationalize. They rationalize. And glory seekers are the top group of leaders. Everybody must idolize them. The loners go eat alone and the leaders that tend to be self-centered. All these all these can lead to bent moral compass in leadership. So reflecting on these five types of leadership, one must try to avoid them in order to stay on course. To stay on course into be, in being earthly relevant, doing the will of God here, fulfilling purpose that God has created every one of us for and making it to heaven. The first thing that we must do to avoid derailment and to avoid falling into any group among these five is to transform from the word I to we. To transform from the word I to we. Meaning you begin to see what you do because it's a service as a collective. So to become authentic leaders, we must discard the middle leadership means having lingers of supporters following our direction. As we say here in South Africa, it means you must not see yourself that you must always be the top dog, the top person in, in, in that particular environment. There has to be a shift, a transformation from I to we. And can we as a collective achieve this goal that we have set for ourselves? That is very, very important. If we begin to imply the Jesus type of servant leadership, the Jesus type of servant leadership, we must do that. Number two, we must know ourselves. We must know ourselves as leaders. We must know ourselves. We must know we, why it's important for us to be to know ourselves is before you lead others, you must be able to lead yourself you must be able to practice core values that are important especially when we want to think about the core values 
for Christianity as a leader, for example, in terms of this episode, if we look at character, character is a core value of a Christian leader. A Christian leader must have character. Daniel, for example, is character set in my part. We should read Daniel 6, verse 3 to 28. Daniel 6, verse 3 to 28. If a leader lacks integrity and truth, that Christian leader will go nowhere. We go nowhere. We go nowhere. Then another thing that that is important, another value, core leadership value that we must encourage, has to do with courage. Courage, not when everything is good and dandy, not when everything is going right, but courage in the face of difficulties. Joshua led the people, the Israelites across Jordan. We can read the book of Joshua chapter 1 as well as chapter 3. In spite of all odds, he suggests that Christian leaders should take risks in spite of fear. Fear must not be at the root of what we do as, as, as Christian leaders. So if we were to look at our wisdom quote for this particular episode, our wisdom quote, our false wisdom quote that we should meditate upon so that we don't do it is taken from Proverbs 4, Proverbs 4, 25 to 27. Proverbs 4, verse 25 to 27. It says, look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. What is lying before you? Look straight ahead. Verse 26 is mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. As a leader, we need to stay on the safe path. The final verse in, in, in our wisdom quote is taken from verse uh, is says, Don't get sidetracked. Keep your foot from following evil. Keep if 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 you allow imposters in your in, in your area, you become an imposter. You allow excessive comprom- compromises or, or rationalization, especially things that are unholy. Then you are not keeping your feet very far from evil. So what is our practical fullness, practical wisdom in, in this episode, brethren? It is to prevent derailment in life and organizational leadership role. One must not be an imposter. We must not be a rationalizer. We must not be a glory seeker. We must not be a loner or a shooting star. This is partly why leaders, just as some leaders that Emily have cited in her article, lose their way. Beloved, we must model the attribute of Jesus in authenticity, being an authentic leader, in character. We have cited Daniel in courage. Even when things are not going away, we have cited Joshua as well. These leadership qualities are very, very important. Our Christian living must rely on the Bible for guidance and direction. We have only cited one wisdom quote today, taken from Proverbs 4, 25 to 27. It must give us direction. Being like Jesus must motivate us to lead. Every one of us. Leaders lost their way when they lead for the wrong motive. They become derailed. They become derailed. 
So it is important for us to therefore pray. Pray with me. Lord, say, Lord Jesus, help me and my, and my brothers and sisters around me to look straight ahead and fix our eyes on you at all times as we serve in the church, in your vineyard, as and we serve where we work in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, please mark out a straight path for me. Help me to stay on the safe path of uprightness and righteousness. Please do not allow me to derive from my assignments, my divine assignment here on earth. Do not let me to get attracted. Lord Almighty, help me to keep my feet from following evil in all that I do in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, King of glory, Lord of Lord, in your name we have prayed. Let this be our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. In all rules that you are giving us, we shall not derail in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. Accept our prayers, O Lord. Accept our appreciation because we believe by faith you have done it. King of glory, we worship you. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Beloved, if you are blessed with this episode, we urge you to spread the message as you apply the practical wisdom in your daily life. Please join us at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Restoration House Blue Fountain, either online in our different media outlet or on ground in Bloom Fountain, South Africa. We would like to hear from you. Please do not hesitate to send your comments and questions to us through our media platforms. God bless you for listening. 